This is a HeadGum Podcast. You can't just say, well, were you going to do the full countdown? No, absolutely not. Sorry. Um, Mike, I have te- can I take issue with our theme song? I don't like it anymore. <laughs> okay, let's change it up. Let's make... Should we do that, though? Yeah, 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 because I got an apparatus. I got a musical you apparatus. You got a heart. I got a musical. I ripped it right out of the... You're holding a heart in your hand. Do you see it? You want to touch it? May I? That thing dried up and got real gross real quick. I dare you to stick your schnoz into that oh, mouth hole and have a smell. I don't like that. I don't right. like when We're talking smells. about that good at the mama son coin. <laughs> Guys, welcome to Dynamic Banter. Um, We're going to make a new theme song. <laughs> We're going to orchestrate it. And it's going to be lovely. And we don't have to it. change the theme song. You're going to love the process of oh, making a I new theme song. Oh, I know what you're song. talking about. Yeah. You're talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Whitney was just talking to me about how she got her boy boy. Same thing? One of those little things. You're talking about those little digital synthesizer things? I got a rolly block. What is that? It's uh, It looks like a light up MIDI uh, controller. Tell me it, less about it. Bluetooth... Your phone is an app fun. Oh, that's cool. It connects to an app? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you play it through your phone or through your iPad, through your companion. It's really cool. Um, cool, man. Well, I would love for you to share that with me, and I would, I'm would. i very interested in seeing it. I did a little, uh, if I may. Oh, go ahead. I did a little uh, You want to plug it in? If I may. Did a little Instagram video. Oh, I can't because it's super special. Oh, yeah, man. That's so dumb. Apple really blew it with that uh, port, I don't know the why headphone port thing. They did that, and I don't like it. I don't like that they did that. It's my least favorite. Well, there's a... Uh... You okay? Here's the video. There's, so a thing, is... there's a thing that you can attach, right, where you can make it work with a, with a headphone thing? Yes, and it comes with it, so I guess that's is how it they a, Is it an it. easy thing to do? Yeah. What do you do? It's oh, just, it just goes no, into the port, in. the lightning port. Yeah. Got it. And it makes it into well, you, it's your fault for not port. having it on you. Well, here's the video of me with the thing. So you see the thing, the apparatus. You hear the song? This could be our theme song right now. Well, I think you've already done it. Is this our, are we recording our theme song? Yeah, this, this is the new theme song. Those are great sounds. <laughs> Nice work, man. They're it sounds like a robot sounds. is crying for help. <laughs> <laughs> a robot uh, quartet is crying like for help. Like if there was a robot saving Private Ryan. Yeah. And the opening with them all on the beach and their bodies and they're pulling the intestines back into their bodies and stuff. That's what one of them screaming would sound like. I'll do you one better. That was actually. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> they made a robot reboot of Titanic. And that was what the band was playing as the <laughs> ship was going down. <laughs> that exact song. But we'll make one together. It'd be fun. I would love that. I think that's a great idea. And I think maybe we should have an original theme song. Yeah, absolutely. But man, are we... Um, what was our original theme song? You didn't like our original theme song. I just remember it being bad. I don't remember what it was. But I think it was one of those where you remember hearing it over and over again in like the royalty-free music library. It was some sort of generic boy. Um, I never want to upset you like that again. Hold on. I think I hear fuck sounds. Do you hear fuck sounds? No, that's like a weird jackrabbit hump. There's something happening. Is that not you doing that? That's not. I'm not moving. Oh, I thought at all. you were like kicking a chair or something. Oh no, I would be. Do you hear that? Let's get a mic on it. <laughs> it sounds like a neighbor is repeatedly stabbing someone. <laughs> it's a rough neighborhood. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. <laughs> yeah, but without the scream sounds. Speaking of. Play those robot scream sounds. So, okay. So it sounds like someone's stabbing a robot to death. Help me. Help. Help. Being stabbed. Help. Help me. Help me. Uh, 
speaking of rough neighborhood, <laughs> we, we had a we had a situation the other night that uh Oh man, yeah, we had we had an I don't want to say moment. once in a lifetime, but it's definitely a once in a while occurrence. Yeah. It happens a little more often than I like. Sure. Well, maybe you could have a talk with somebody. But are there other uh parts of the world where high-speed police chases are a thing. Probably. This is just the nicest place to have them, I think. And that's why it happens so Why? Much. Because it's so expensive to live because here? Because it's so expensive, and it's like you're a... Uh... Come to L.A. We're the most expensive place to live, <laughs> and it's a nice place to have a high-speed chase with a police officer. <laughs> uh, and there you have yourself a T-shirt or a bumper sticker or a pennant. <laughs> That's just a nice piece of merchandise. You could start a roller derby team called Ellen's Degenerates. <laughs> yeah. See? Helen- it's a nice place to be. Yeah. It is a nice place to be. <laughs> it's a good bubble. We did have a high-speed chase here the other night while you and Zoya and Elliot Morgan were here. It sounded like, the way you said that, it sounded like you hosted it. We had a, well, I had a night. We had a lovely high-speed <laughs> chase a- here the other night. Where were you? Zoya brought wine. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Man, can you imagine how terrifying it must be? Because I was actually just driving on the very freeway. Where this terrible person was meeting <laughs> too many police officers <laughs> on the, the freeway. terrible person was occupying too many police too officers. Too many <laughs> at once. Yeah. But uh, I was on that freeway earlier today, and I was just thinking about that. I was I thinking wonder... about how, how scary it must be to be in a high-speed chase where the helicopter light's on you, and you're speeding around. Yeah. Zoomily zoom zooms. He was zooming. He was and then zo- he, what he would do is he would stop and then he would zoom away again as if like you were picking up your friend from the mall and you're like get in the car. You're doing that bit. Yeah. He was doing get in the car with 12 cops. <laughs> he was doing classic teenage bit with tw- <laughs> 12, 12 to 24 cops. cops. Well, it was scary because the guy apparently like murdered someone the day before. Attempted murder. Are you sure? He attempted to murder someone. I thought he'd fully murdered someone. Well, I'm not sure. I wasn't there. I don't know either. I mean, you're getting... Okay, so he attempted to murder her, but she was in bad... She was in a bad way. She's not doing so good. I don't know her current update, but um, this guy decided to to flee the police, and it created an entertaining evening for friends. Yeah. Yeah, because there was a high-speed chase, and usually you see those on TV or in movie or uh, in like highlight <clears throat> reels of that kind of thing happening on the internet. But this was happening right outside our door. Real time. In fact, we were all playing VR games. That's true. Having a gay time. We were <laughs> having a gay time in surgery. We were. We were in surgery, and Mike, you were performing surgery on a man, and we were having great fun. I was trying to make my friends laugh while saving a virtual man's life. Then Owen busts through the uh, balcony window at a very frightening speed. High speed. And he tells us that there's like five helicopters over the apartment building. And they were in formation. Yeah, they certainly were. It was like a beautiful star formation. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was really weird to see that many helicopters hovering above your apartment. They look like alien times. It did look like alien times. And they were making loud sounds. And it was scary. My can heart you, was racing. Can you describe the sounds with your words? Well, it was loud and terrifying. Yeah. I just meant the sound itself. You want me to use words to describe the sounds? Yeah. It was like a whirring sound, but from a far distance. Okay. And deeper. Impactful sound. Impactful, frightening, loud. The helicopter story. <laughs> Directed by Penny Marshall. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we should have a director named Marshall's Pennies. <laughs> <laughs> what if there was a shop on Ventura Boulevard called Marshall's Pennies? Well, Would there's you ever one go called in there? Marshall's. Well, there is one called Marshall's. You're right. But what about Marshall's Pennies? I'm sure you can get penny loafers at Marshall's. What is if that you close could. Enough? Oh, Penny Loafers? That's nice. 
So anyway, there was a high speed chase going on. Millions and, of um, lessons. We uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least two of them. <laughs> so we decided to um, try to find a live feed because I don't have TV. I don't have live TV. Which you did instantly because you're hooked into the Skynet. Yeah. Well, I'm. I've got <clears throat> a lot of technology in this place. Who said Google Chrome? <laughs> 7,000 times that night. (laughs) (laughs) Google Chrome? You mean Chromecast? Chromecast. Who said Chromecast a thousand times? Did I say it a lot? Was that you? I don't know. I was trying to get the Chromecast working, but I don't remember saying it it a lot. (laughs) Because I I was half jacked in. Oh, okay. And all I kept hearing... It was Chromecast. Well, because I thought we'd be able to tap into a live feed of something with the Chromecast. Feed of strength. Yeah. An incredible feed of strength. Yes. Um, I didn't know. I still don't know what a Chromecast is. So I think that's what. Well, I think we talked about this either on Cloverfields or maybe a very early episode of Dynamic Banter. I haven't listened well, you should go back and listen because I think at one point I suggested to you to get a Chromecast for your bedroom. Probably have. Didn't you I? Probably it sounds familiar. Because it's really just like this tiny device you plug into any HDMI port on your television set. Mm-hmm. And you basically have a little streaming thing that you can stream things from your phone. It basically turns your TV into a smart TV. Okay. And is there apps on the boy? On There's the no apps on the dongle itself. But you can you can use an, a Google Chromecast app to get HBO you Go can use on Google- it and get Netflix on it. Okay, and you just stream it from your phone directly to the Google Chromegrass Green Grass and High Tides. You do the Green Grass to the dongle, Paul Greengrass, and then you turn on your TV and there you go, boom! You got anything you want on it. YouTube, Maps, Google Maps. Pull up Google Maps on your TV. Get Hotmail going. Log into your Hotmail account. Get MapQuest. Tell your dad you to use MapQuest to come over. <laughs> you can do anything on this thing. You can, you can do open anything. up your Hotmail. Delete it. Yeah. You can delete your Hotmail. You can log into your MySpace and rearrange your five friends <laughs> right there on your TV. You can go to Fandango.com and see a movie. <laughs> Get tickets to a movie. You can go to the AOL homepage. You can type in a keyword. Yeah, man. You got mail. It'll say right through your TV speakers. <laughs> right there in the dongle. Native. Dongle. <laughs> Jeremy Dongle. Right there, right there in the dongle. <sighs> so anyway, we were so we found a way to patch into that live stream. And so we started watching and then we realized that there might be an opportunity to actually see the chase with our own eyes. Not unlike uh, the chase that ensued on The Office when they were trying to catch the Scranton Strangler. Is that the British one? No. (sighs) We can go to the very top of the building here, and we can actually get to the roof. There's roof access on this building. And we felt like we would be able to maybe see what was going on with our own peepers if we went up there. Sure. And much to our... Uh, 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 chagrin? No, I was going to say chagrin, but Dismay? That, that's bad. No, these are all bad things. Oh, okay. The, so, good, the good version of chagrin. What's to the our surprise? <laughs> to our joy? What's the antonym of chagrin? <laughs> <laughs> Can you spell chagrin? Uh, well, we were actually, no, I'll go ahead and use chagrin. We didn't see. Can you use it in a sentence? Uh, much to our chagrin, we didn't see the chase. That's correct. As it were. We did. Well, chagrin is, yes, because it was bad. We ended yeah. up going up there. But, you know, the best part about going up there, though, was that there were like six other guys up there. Mm-hmm. And people kept coming out to like yeah. look around and see if they could also see it. But I think we had already missed it. I We'd like missed that. them come yeah, through. Yeah, if we came up like. 10 minutes earlier we would have seen it for we could a have second. seen a little bit of it yeah and we but could have almost gotten shot but i'll tell you what we did see we saw a lot of gridlock oh hell of a lot because they just shut it down they just shut the fucking freeway down and I, that's the worst time yeah it's the worst what was time. it like 6 30 it was like seven ish or something seven ish is my favorite time it was 11 ish it was 11 ish at night no man i thought it was earlier than that wait a minute <clears throat> 
Holy shit, man. Oh, yeah, you guys didn't leave until like 1.30 or something. So just imagine like... It doesn't matter. Like if you're home. coming... Yeah, if you're coming home, like you At were 11? saying. Yeah. A lot of people yeah, come home. <laughs> uh-huh. A lot of people come home from their office or whatever. They're working late or they're working in Santa Monica and they're trying to get back to the valley. And they take the 405 is the only way to get around. Yeah. And this guy fucking shut down the 405 big time. Yeah, both sides. He fully shut it down. And, uh, man, that's got to be awful. And who knows how long traffic was locked up like that because you got to be safe this guy had a gun he was like firing his gun out the window remember that yeah he was throwing stuff out cups bibles he ended up throwing well he threw his bible but then he like picked it up freaked out and tried to pick it up and then was able to pick it up it was like a big deal he was like holding his bible for a while it's very weird well i think the guy was on drugs and the reason why i think that is because he was acting like an insane person yeah because he was like hanging his whole body out the window while he was driving and I think it's also worth mentioning that he said out of his mouth more things than I've ever seen. Man, yeah, he was just screaming at the cops. And he, it was like a constant stream. Constant. It and it looked like he was saying different yeah. ideas. What could you be saying? Words. How many things could you be saying? I really hope he repeated something because there's no way somebody's brain could work that. Well, the thing fast. is, is like nobody, there's no way anyone heard him what he was saying. <laughs> Like, no one could hear. Like That's why the cops were trying to get close. The co- They were like, we got to get closer, boys. <laughs> yeah. He's saying a lot of stuff. Wait, was he? Was he saying? For four hours. <laughs> yeah. Saying it like that. But we, um, we were watching the chase up there. We had like a real communal moment with our neighbors up yeah. there. Yeah. Because it was a real world thing that's happening. Yeah, it was something that was happening re- in real time in our neighborhood. And we... You know, I I was the only one up there with like the live stream going on my phone still. Mm-hmm. And so everyone up there gathered around my little phone. Yeah. And we were all watching it and making jokes and stuff and going like, "Well, he's done." Like, "What's he doing?" Those the neighbor guys were like, "He's got Why does he just give up? What's the point?" Right. No like gangbanger murderer has ever gotten away from the cops this way. Not that many cops. There's just not pot. Like, what's the end game? It was like a Grand Theft Auto type situation. It was. It was exhilarating. That man had four stars. I felt like a kid again. (laughs) (laughs) What about the chase? So (laughs) made you feel like a kid again. So we came back into the apartment because we realized we couldn't see dang jack shit up there. We couldn't see a dongle. We couldn't see John. We couldn't see John's dongle up there. Can we use? <laughs> you know the old expression. Can we use John's dongle as a way to say nothing? Because you know how you say diddly squat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna come up here again with that face, you're coming at me like that. I don't want to hear John dongle out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You guys come into this classroom, hollering, yelling, horse playing. The last thing I want to hear is everyone screaming. Well, I'm going to need you guys to be John Dongle right now. You understand me? Katie, I've been in this goddamn house for eight years. We built this place together. I put all my trust in you. You're going to do this shit behind my back. You're going to look at me with those loving eyes, the eyes I looked into and fell in love with all those years ago. I don't want to hear John <laughs> Dongle out of your lying mouth, Katie. The movie you guys are about to see is La La Land. I'd appreciate if everyone would just please silence your cell phones. And I don't want to hear John Dongle out of anyone here tonight. <laughs> Unless there's an emergency. Oh. <laughs> I want it. Can we do that? Is there a way? Can we get that going? We just did. John Dongle your phones, please, before you come in. <laughs> Welcome to the world famous comedy store. I'm going to have to ask you all to John dongle your cell phones right before we get this comedy train rolling. (laughs) Go ahead and reach into those deep pockets. John dongle your cell phones. Please, can you John dongle it through this neighborhood? Everyone, that's a quiet neighborhood. You're going to need to be quiet. If you're going to sit on the patio, I need you to be Jonathan Dongle. (laughs) Please, John dongle your stereos in this neighborhood. (laughs) Guys, thanks for coming over. 
had a great night. Thanks for bringing over dessert. Uh, if you could, just John Dongle on the way to the car. <laughs> Got some real testy neighbors in this this particular neighborhood. I like it. I, I'm into it. I'm into John Dongle. I think it's it's fun. It's just fun enough to say. Yeah, John Dongle. Yeah, Jonathan. 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 What was the other one you made up? The other fake name? <laughs> when? <laughs> it was like <laughs> something like Renrent. Brenrent? Or something like that. Oh no, I don't know. Oh, Robrich. Robrich. <laughs> Robrich. Robert. Yeah. Robert and Jonathan Dongo. <laughs> Santa Steve's boy's <laughs> name was Robert. Dude, it sounds like a very happy, like uh, a German Palm child? Springs gay couple. <laughs> like a old, like they're both fifty-five. Robert and John Dongle. Robert. And Jonathan Dongle. <laughs> Did you ever watch that Nickelodeon show when you were a kid? Robert and Jonathan Dongle. <laughs> the Adventures of Robert and Jonathan Dongle. So we came back to my apartment because we couldn't see John Dongle up there. And then we hung out in here and we continued watching the chase on my big TV. And we proceeded to basically like mystery science theater the whole thing. Which we was were commentary because the guy, the guy on the stick was bad news. Yeah, he uh, <clears throat> Owen had this bit where the guy in the helicopter was flying the helicopter, working the camera, <clears throat> and reporting at the same time. Yeah, and that's what it sounded like. Yeah, well, that guy was great though because he was like really <laughs> keeping it together. Like, I I didn't realize that unless they bungled it. John Unless they bungled. John dongled it. John bungled John. it. <laughs> they John bungled it. I I didn't realize that on an internet broadcast, you don't have to like immediately cut away if some violence is about to happen. Well, Live. it's the internet, baby. Boy. Well, but I feel like it's simulcast, right? Or I guess not, huh? I don't know. I guess they said it was only they weren't doing it on the air. They mm. weren't it's not it wasn't on TV. I but, suppose. He was also helping the cops. He was a uh, not a an informant. Well, we had a really great time, kind of like listening in on his his um, his own commentary because he was basically kind of like he, he was knew, recording a podcast. He must have been. He was in his helicopter cast. Yeah, but he was like he he was describing everything that was happening. But I think he. Since he wasn't on TV, he was being very like he's being like relaxed about what he was saying. Yeah, and it didn't. He didn't need to keep talking, so there could be long bouts of dead air, which there were, which was okay. But then every once in a while, you after a bunch of silence and just like watching the car driving, and then and then having the car stop and start, and the guys yelling at the car window, and then you see all the cops like it just be silence, and then all of a sudden you just hear, okay. Yeah. No, no, we got him. Okay. All right. <laughs> and then he'd go back to silence for like a little bit. Yeah. Because it's just like he's talking to the officers as well as like telling us what's going on. Yeah. And trying not <clears throat> to uh, overstep his bounds. Yeah. So, so, but, but yeah. And also being like a good reporter. Yeah. But he was the only one doing it. That's not his job. No, he needs a color guy. He was play by play. He needs a color, a color guy. Which is what we were doing. But I feel like he's the guy that like goes like, and the 101's looking a bit clogged over by Mulholland and, or whatever, you know? Like, I feel like, like he's- Like the regular traffic boy? <clears throat> yeah, like he's just the guy that tells you, <laughs> Temecula, there's an accident on the side of the freeway in Temecula. Just yeah. be careful when you exit the freeway there. Yeah, and like, that's it. Like, his that's job the, isn't to yeah, be no like- Yeah, no analysis. Yeah. That's play-by-play. It's like the play- yeah. Yeah. Traffic. Yeah. High speed chase day is a highlight for traffic guys. Well, they get the next day off. <laughs> it's a national holiday for all helicopter pilots. It's in the the news etiquette book. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great read, by the way. It's a great toy lash read. But he. So anyway, we were having fun, kind of just like imagining what the guy in the car was saying, and like <laughs> we we made up that he had his his uh, rival friend back at the office eating all the pizza slices. <laughs> and we had a lot of fun. It was a good bit. You were uh, you were talking about if you were <clears throat> like if you had his job, and y- you were just calling. Uh, 
all of the behavior and the perpetrator itself very bad. And he was being, <laughs> yeah, he was being we were a bad he boy. He was a bad boy. Yeah. He was like, uh, I don't know. Give me a good example. Yeah. Well, we were saying like, Him, like well, going down the highway. Yeah. Obviously, this man here, uh, judging by his behavior and his uh, lack of care with the police officers and oncoming pedestrians, obviously this man's a bad boy. <laughs> and we just kept doing that all night. There he is, uh, half hanging out the window, screaming at the cops, uh, typical bad boy behavior. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's, he's really, what he's doing down there is he's being a bad boy. <laughs> Swerving in and out of lanes, bad boy. Exhibiting classic bad boy behavior. He's just being a bad boy. Those cops back there are being good boys. <laughs> And they're just trying to catch the bad boy. <laughs> Shooting out the window. That's bad boy one-on-one. But then it ended very dead violently. Giveaway. Do you remember how it ended? Oh, sweet goodness like, gracious. That was like, it was me and Elliot and Owen and Mike. And we're yeah. just kind of sitting Zoya there. Zoya had joined the chase by that point. Zoya was in the chase. Yeah. yeah. She got in the car. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the guy, it seemed like the guy didn't have weapons anymore. Mm-hmm. He had a gun earlier, but then he threw it out the car window or something, something. like that. Yeah. He might as well get rid of this thing. And um, uh, so yeah. the cops tried to do what they call a pit maneuver. I don't know what that is, but I heard people saying it over and over again. Okay. They tried to do it once, and they hit him, and then he kept going, and then they did it again, and he didn't get away, but then he got out of the car and stood up, and he was like wobbly. Yeah, the two SWAT cars pinned him Yeah. back to back with their cars, and it was like very well done and very precise and very... They they like those guys know what they're doing. It's like a synchronized <clears throat> dance, uh destruction it, it derby was. type situation. They were throwing the wheel around and trying to catch up with the perpetrator. Yeah, it was like a choreographed and it's it blew my mind because it worked. Yeah. I'm just surprised that when the guy was throwing stuff out his car window that the police were up to the challenge. It was kind of, I don't know if they were trying to avoid what they were throwing out of the window. It's almost like the cars and the cops were doing kind of like a dancing to get away from each thing, each piece of debris that was being thrown at Inside baseball. (laughs) This has been a segment on Dynamic Banter called Inside Baseball. When do you think we got bored with the story of the police chase? So anyway, he got out of the car, he stood up, he was all wobbly bobbles. And you're thinking, and the SWAT members are all kind of closing in on him a little bit, but they're keeping their distance. But then something happened next that we both, (laughs) none of us expected. It was a shocker. I've never seen this happen in a, in the catching of of a bad boy. In the, in the apprehension of a bad boy? Yeah, when you're apprehending a bad boy, normally they just, the officers get close enough. Yeah. And they just kind of like take him down. Yeah, shake your, their finger at him. Yeah. But I remember at one point we were like, he's definitely going to have a timeout when he's done. Like without we're... question. That was, yeah. He's going to go to bed reporter. without supper tonight. Yeah, this guy will uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> will definitely be going to bed hungry tonight, Bob, in the studio. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't want to be him, Bob, for sure, because I'm pretty hungry right now, and I am betting you that he will go to bed without supper for being a bad boy. Good luck uh, finding an unoccupied corner in the precinct tonight, John. (laughs) Because I guarantee you this bad boy will be in one of them, and he'll be looking at that wall, and I guarantee he'll be thinking about what he's done. (laughs) Uh, Just getting a message from the police department now. The sheriff, uh, on behalf of the entire department, says uh, no one's mad, per se, uh, they are, however, very disappointed. <laughs> we here at the uh, news station and for everyone at home just hope that he is uh, apprehended quickly and safely and that he thinks about what he's done <laughs> in his room alone with no TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting, a, getting a message from the perpetrator's family now. Apparently he had a baseball game tonight. He won't be going to that. <laughs> Had a sleepover plan this weekend. You can go ahead and cancel those plans as well. I'm receiving word that he had plans to see a film with his friends this weekend, and I don't think that's going to be happening anymore. Maybe he could, uh, I don't know, read a review or something like that. I'll tell you what will happen, though, is those dishes are going to be very clean.
<laughs> oh, you're talking about putting soap in his mouth, too. Oh, yeah, Yelling right. profanity out the window. You know, I usually don't say this. I usually don't try to interject my own opinion as a reporter, but ugh, I really hope they get this guy down on the ground, wash his mouth out with soap. We just hope that the police officers are armed and ready with that bar of soap. The second he goes down, that soap's going in. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then he's yeah. outside the car yeah you think the cops are gonna get him no no out of nowhere what happens mike a puppy dog a puppy a large puppy. <laughs> the cutest puppy in the world distracts him oh my god and no they sent the they sent the german attack yeah they sicked him and uh got him real nice dude in the arm but there. like brought him down by his wing it was pretty intense to see that yeah, and the that guy camera didn't, he was, was pretty, so fucked up, he didn't even flinch or it anything. It didn't seem like it. it but like, well, man, that, hey, a dog's coming, and then I'm on the ground bleeding. It just, it took him down so quick. Well, that's what they do, it's a dog. And then, down on the ground, he the dog was like shaking him around. Yeah. And just like ragdolling him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do, man. Oh, they, that dog, John, dongled him real fat, fast. Yeah, I don't know if that works here, but yeah. He silenced him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's crazy though because it was really like going to town on that guy i think they might have done that because one he was doing so much unpredictable shit and putting so many people's lives in danger that he was like well we're not gonna endanger any more real people with and this. yeah and plus like sometimes depending on the drug you're on mm -hmm. you are very you're very much stronger and you don't really respond to like force yeah and your your strength and your the adrenaline causes you to be more harmful. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess they were just taking their chance. I mean, obviously this guy was pretty drugged out, so it just seemed like I think the I remember, dog would be the quickest way to take him down. You remember Beekman? Yeah. And I his rat friend? Beekman and the rat friend. Yeah. Uh, hosted a show called Beekman's World. Love it, was, it. It was like the like a second rate Bill Nye. I liked Beekman over Bill Nye. Okay. Un unpopular opinion. Everybody has opinions though, and that's fine. Uh, I believe he said uh, you can fight a man on drugs, but you can't fight a dog on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and you can jingle all the way. <laughs> Signed. Beekman's world. Um, we're going to come back to this discussion uh, real quick, but before we do, we have to do uh, a couple of very swift uh, mid-show reads of some sponsors. I love that. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Without the sponsors, we wouldn't be able to eat and podcast at the same time. Um, and I do want to say that we have been eating this entire time. Guys, uh, our first sponsor today is Harry's Razors. Harry's Razors. Mike, you've been using Harry's Razors. Is that the only razor you have in your bathroom, pretty much? It's the only razor I have in my back pocket. It's the only razor I have in my bathroom, uh, because other razors are uh, absolute dog trash. <laughs> Like if your dog's little dog house had a wastebasket in it. <laughs> I was taught to not be a hateful person. My parents raised me to kind of see the good in everybody and everything. But I hate other razors. Oh, I fucking hate any other razor. Uh, boy, it's a it's an irrational hate. I mean, I see red when I see any other razor brands. I'm talking about in the supermarket. I don't even like the scooters. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you the Harry's story. For decades, one big razor company has relentlessly increased prices and reaped immense profits at the expense of their customers. Why are they so expensive, Steve? You know what, man? I don't know, but I'll tell you what. Jeff and Andy, two ordinary guys who were fed up with getting ripped off, started Harry's to fix shaving. Sound Harry's like new. Boys. They sound like great boys. Yeah. Harry's knew that there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory. Hmm. Now check this out. By taking less profit and selling directly to you over the internet, 
Harry's offers their blades at half the price. Check this out, guys. Just $2 a blade compared to the $4 or more you'll pay at the drugstore. Um, I don't know about you, Mike, but I get furious when I see a drugstore. <laughs> I get talk blind to, mad. Talk to somebody about that. Because I don't know that you could go through the rest of your life. <laughs> I, I don't want like I don't want anyone else to be around when I catch sight of a drugstore. Because I don't I need to apologize to any friend who gets into my vehicle with me because I warn them that if I see a drugstore, I'm gonna throw punches. <laughs> Hard and fast. What do you get with Harry's? Mm, simple question. Great answer. Harry's razors include everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. They have weighted ergonomic handles, five precision-engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover just in case you want to get on that airplane. You're going to be shaving your body in a different location on the planet. Harry's is so confident. In the quality of their blades, get this. They want you to try their shave set for free. You heard that right, guys. Just cover the shipping when you sign up. That's free! Plus, as a special offer to fans of the show, you go to harrys.com right now. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. A website on the internet. Right now. And enter the code BANTER. At checkout, B-A-N-T-E-R, to get a post-shave balm, which is also free. An after-balm. Guys, you're getting an after-shave balm for free. Freezies. Somebody's just handing it to you. Yeah, guys, that's us. Put out your hands. Mike and I are asking you to put out your hands and, handed, and are handing you a balm. Here you go. So, guys, go to harrys.com, use that code BANTER, get your free balm, and also try that shave set for free. That sounds fun. We had a shave set delivered here. It was lovely. Yeah, I use it, dude. I straight up use it, and I love it. Um, <clears throat> Mike, have you ever heard of Blue Apron? I have heard of Blue Apron. I've used Blue Apron. They've fed me. I've actually never used <clears throat> Blue Apron, but I'm very excited that they are sponsoring Dynamic Banter. Dude, I um, I hate prepping meals, and I hate going to the grocery store you to get too, food. You have too much hate in your heart. I know, man. I'm just, I just, I, it's the worst, though. When you're hungry, all you want to do is just go to a dumb drive-thru, bad food. And... Yeah. But here's what Blue Apron does. Let's they ship it. you quality ingredients. Yeah. Quality produce, quality yeah. meats, and they tell you step-by-step -step colorful directions, laminated paper on how to get those raw materials into a, a picturesque dinner that you put in you and your family. Which is crazy because, like, yeah, you really do end up making these kind of fancy-looking meals. And they're all good, it. and you can't screw them up. Yeah. Well, I've actually never tasted a Blue Apron meal, but Will and Darren used to have their podcast, and they had a Blue Apron yeah. subscription. And I remember when we all lived together... They were, uh, Darren doesn't cook and Will doesn't cook, but they were like assembling meals yeah, and they, they looked great. They tell you how to do it, man. Anyone can do it. I was so worried that I was going to screw these things up because I don't really cook. Yeah. I'm more of a baker. <laughs> you, well, but, uh, I couldn't even, you can't screw these things up, man. Yeah. Well, apparently you can't. And I'm going to let me tell you why here really quick. All right. And for, for those of you that don't know what the hell blue apron is, let me explain it to you. It's the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, and they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. I am not a cook. No, you don't look like one, you don't smell like Just one. like George Nixon said, remember? I'm not a cook! And he put his middle fingers up into the air for all of television to see. How did they let a president do that? 
Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States. As a result, seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I love the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Okay. You ever been? I haven't been there, it's but it wonderful. sounds beautiful. Um, beef, chicken, and pork come from reasonably raised animals. Produce is sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. Blue Apron can be delivered to 99% of the continental U.S. <clears throat> How about we check out some of these featured upcoming meals? You ready for this? These are meals you can cook in your home real easy. Spicy shrimp and Korean rice cakes oh. with cabbage and furikake. Oh. Pork chops and garlic piccata with mm. scallion rice and spinach. Mushroom. And chipotle pepper enchiladas mm. with lime sour clam. Yeah. Dude, that sounds f- fantastic. My Not even joking. Horny. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high quality ingredients make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. This is great, guys. I haven't cooked a meal with them yet. I'm really excited to get my first uh, meal here. So if you go to blueapron.com, you can check out this week's menu, find out what they're serving up, and you can get your first three meals mm. free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash banter. I, that's awesome. That's three, three meals, meals. Feeding several people. Yeah. You plus another person three times. Guys, let me say it. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash banter. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So the dog trashed this guy's body up. Messed him up Just good. chewed up his arm and there was blood everywhere. It was great. And uh, he's sitting in the back of the car thinking about what thinking about it. Sitting in the back the of the car, car thinking the about car. it. What a great song that was. It's a great Otis song. Otis Spunkenmeyer. That's probably one of the most chill songs ever made. Yeah. Yeah. Can what you think of a more chill, chill song? song? Anything from Tycho is pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> Either that song or yeah. anything the band Tycho has ever yeah. made. Yeah. <laughs> Tycho has some chill music. Tycho's one of my recent favorites. Tycho's sure. great. Yeah. Is yeah. it all instrumental? I think so. I think it's like a 111. Yeah, there's like type no situation. lyrics or anything. You listen I, to 111? No. Okay. <clears throat> Um, but L- yeah, man. No, 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 not one eleven. L ten eleven. No. Okay. Have you ever seen THX eleven thirty eight? Is that a sounds? What is that? Close. Um. Sitting. If what is there? Are there other classic songs that are as chill as sitting on the dock of the bay? I'm sure there are. I can't be put on the spot like that. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a musical recollection podcast. Yeah, man, that's seriously such a chill song. And that whistle part, everyone loves it. Yeah. What was that? Uh, fuck, man. Now I'm thinking of all these chill songs. Do you listen to Toro y Moi? No. Y Moi? No, no. I have song. no idea what that is. Oh, just good fucking. Doesn't sound like this, words. Well, it's just different new words, and he has the song called "Too Many Details." Yeah, that's a great chill song. Super chill. Uh, a lot of mute math stuff. Sometimes cool. you want to just hear a chill tune. I want to hear a chill tune all the time. I feel like the Tycho <laughs> is the modern version of like those easy listening stations. Yeah, you know what else is a good station? Uh, like station vibe, station genre. Yeah. Is co- the coffee house stations. There used oh, to be. Oh yeah, I'm into that. Back in Connecticut, there's this place in Fairfield, Connecticut, called the Chef's Table. I recommend anyone in the area go there, buy a sandwich dongle, and uh, they were so good. Some of the best food I've ever had. But there was a time where I played music there for hours on end, uh-huh. most of the days of the year, every day. That's cool. Yeah, man, it's where I cut my teeth. Dude, Owen and I went to a sandwich shop in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Uh, just randomly over by the Mondo uh, Gallery. Sure. I really wanted to see the Mondo Gallery. Every time I've gone to Austin, Texas, 
which is three times now, I've attempted to go to the Mondo Gallery for yeah. the first time and have n- been unable to do so. <laughs> and this last time, Owen came with me and we Ubered over to the Mondo Gallery and it was closed. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but we went to this like sandwich place very close to it and we got our sandwiches and we sat down and we realized that they were playing Charles Manson's music. What? Like acoustic jail songs? It's like, yeah, yeah, I guess it is. Was it acoustic? Uh, some, it, he wrote more before he went into, he tried to get into the music business. That was his yeah, oh, dude, that did right? you know that Charles Manson and the Beach Boys worked t- together? I, I remember hearing that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> he wrote Beach Boys songs, yeah. This one's about eating sticks. You guys like eating sticks? Like, no, nah, man, we're probably just going to do this one about cute girls on the beach. Hey, Charlie, what's well, this the, one's about um, fire. What's this song where you uh, basically describe putting the skin of a cat on your feet like socks? <laughs> Can you explain that one to us? Yeah, it's a good beach tune. <laughs> When you're cracking open brews, yeah, with your man. Those beach boys are gonna love it. <laughs> Those beach girls are gonna love it. Mm, they're gonna get on their surfboards listening to this song about dead cats on your feet. <laughs> Go ahead, get on a surfboard. Tell me you don't feel like getting those waves. So when I was playing at this deli, right, every day, and yeah. they would always have the like the coffee shop vibe. Uh, it's basically like acoustic covers or acoustic versions of every popular song you could ever think I like of. that. And uh, that's the whole station. And they would have it on loop. And then I would turn that off and then do that, do a worse version <laughs> of that for like three hours. And then was they turn it, it back on. Was it like a satellite station? Yeah, I think so. They had the little satellite bo- dongle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? John dongle. And I remember those were so fucking cool because you could see the text. You could see Oh, like, yeah. And it would tell you what the station was or yeah. what the song was. Yeah. So you never figured out what the station was. Coffee times. Acoustic. Coffee vibe times. But you could find that on the radio yourself? Well, you Google. You ever Googled Gaga? (laughs) I'm willing to bet there was a point. (laughs) When someone Googled Gaga? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dude, you know about Club 33, right? Is that the Disney time? That's the Disney time. Sure. It's like a super exclusive club right above the Pirates of the Caribbean. Walt Disney had it built uh, above Pirates of the Caribbean in New Orleans Square as a way to kind of do cocaine and Disney. dine. Yeah. No, it was a way to kind of like bring his special guests. The ones with all the cocaine. To a fancy place to have drinks and just kind of like look down on all the <laughs> peasants. Yeah. It was just this fancy place. Dude, how classy of a guy was Walt Disney though? Wasn't he racist and stuff? No, that's all rumors. Okay. Fake news? It's all <laughs> fake news. Yeah. Okay. It really is. Like he was not a racist guy. He was a good man that... Um, I don't know anything. He was man. a good visionary man and he did a lot of good and he wanted to do good for this world and you know it sucked that he died how do you explain the coke in the parties though well i don't know if that's an any that's also fake news i'm just making it up you don't know if it it can't be true well if you're just making it up then i'll give it time and find out if it's true thank you um you're a good friend but he used to uh bring like special guests and uh companies that he wanted to like work with to club 33 to have like drinks and a nice fancy dinner and stuff do you think there would be don't there might be dancing. Maybe if they aren't careful and they don't wait a while after a meal and they go on a roller coaster ride, they could be throwing up. That would be unfortunate. It would be unfortunate. But anyway, what I, the reason why I brought up Club 33 is because um, if you go into Club 33 now, they play fancy like dinner party versions of all the popular Disney songs. That's fun. Like Circle of Life and It's a Small World and stuff like When You Wish Upon a Star. It's all like beautiful orchestrated, yeah. Nice. Versions of them. I think that's lovely. Is it set up like a uh, a fancy dinner club? Yeah. Or like a dancing club? It's a dinner club. It's set up like a dinner club. Nice. Yeah. Like a place you would have a cotillion or something. Yeah, it's very nice. There's like an, an elevator, like a legendary little elevator in there that like takes you up yeah. to the floor where you will be dancing. And There's also a golden toilet in there. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's real fancy. 
You ever have you been in there? Yes, I have. You ever shit and piss in the golden? I didn't toilet? shit and piss, but I did piss. You didn't want. And they've got shit? those like they've got those like chain flushers. Yeah. From the ceiling that you pull down. Chain of fools. But it was like a seven course meal, and it was crazy. That's crazy times. Uh, they brought up Disney characters. They come around. They do a little bit with you. Do you think that anyone from Disney is listening right now? No. Shit. Why? You want to go? I got a bone to pick. Why? About I want to run this by you. Okay. And I think you're going to get really excited about it, and I would love your help in making it a realization. Okay. When I, If I'm lucky enough to turn 50 plus, okay. I want to play Captain Hook in something <laughs> so bad. And I like an older man? If I maintain, I think that that, is, that would be my, the pinnacle of my career. You so where has this come from? Uh, somebody said it on Twitter today. I got a tweet that said, "When are you gonna play Captain Hook?" <laughs> and I laughed for five straight minutes. <laughs> and then now I'm gonna try to make it happen because I'll tell you why. So this isn't something you've thought about for years and years. It was I'll, just suggested to you today. I'm gonna give you the origin right now. Okay. In sixth grade, I auditioned for Peter Pan. Okay. And I said the animated movie. The school play. <laughs> oh, got it. Sorry. And I, that's all right. Sorry, I've been in this industry for so long. I grew up in Connecticut. I said, either make me a tree or the crocodile. I said, you I specifically think, asked for that? I said, I think I could do a really good job as the crocodile in this particular movie. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. I auditioned. They gave me Captain Hook. <laughs> wow. And then people talked about it until. People still talk about they it. They talked about your performance as Captain Hook? I was a fat little Captain Hook, <laughs> and I killed it. And I improved, which is not something you do in a play like Peter Pan that was written in 1927. Were you Captain Hook Burger? <laughs> I, was the ham, I was Captain Hamburger. Were you Captain Hook? It was... Uh, but it was good. Captain Hamburger. <laughs> Did uh, you, so wait, so it's like in your town. It I want to like reprise were, my role okay. as Captain Hook. Does footage of this performance exist? Absolutely, on VHS. Does it really? Can we watch it sometime? If you have a VHS player. Owen has a VHS player because who else would have a VHS player? <laughs> Owen has a VHS player. Of course Owen has a VHS player. On a nightly player. basis. <laughs> Owen watches Sandlot on VHS. <laughs> Owen is the old man that yells at you to get off his lawn. He, Owen is the youngest old man to yell at you to get off his lawn. Owen rock and stocked uh, laser disc player. He has a <laughs> perfectly sealed factory sealed laser. You know disc what player. Owen does have? He has one of those like pull off the face plate CD players in yeah, his car. JVC. Yeah. <laughs> does it have Kaboom somewhere in the title? I'm sure it does. <laughs> the, the capital X on extreme. Do you remember sound? how cool those were? <laughs> it does. I love the VHS commentary on Weekend at Bernie's. And it kills. I feel the... like that's something a hipster would genuinely say. VHS. The VHS version of Weekend at Bernie's is superior to any other version. Yeah. I went to the uh, Republic of Pi today to. Oh, that's to a great place. Work on my boosh. Where Where is the closest one? North Hollytown. Okay. Did you go there specifically to go there, or were you around that area and like, ooh, Republic of Pi? Me and Elliot went there to write stuff. Okay. And, you specifically uh, went there from here. Yeah. To do that. To meet a friend, just okay. to be silent with a friend and to get some work done. But why Republic of Pi? He like likes a- it. Okay. And I went in there and I got too overwhelmed. Was that your first time there? Yeah. It's beautiful. And I think they do like shows and stuff. They do like musical times. That's cool. And what did uh, you what did you get? I didn't. I was Well you didn't line, get anything. And then I saw two people arguing. And then I saw a woman get very upset. Over about what? something. Over, and upset then I about saw, what? I don't know, man. All these things happened at once. Okay. And then there were no free seats and everyone looked like a a like, you remember the Abercrombie and Fitch catalogs? Oh, dude, I know what you're about to say, yeah. Like, they grew up a little bit yeah. and got slightly more hipster, it, and now they just hang out there. Yeah. It's kind of intimidating, isn't it? Not really. 
I just want to. Do you feel like you were being judged? No, not at all. Because I look like this, so I kind of fit in. You know, because mm-hmm. I my face is shitty and I look like a. a well, you don't look rug. like an old Abercrombie model. I just look like an old man. Okay. Uh, so I went in there and it was just like it was too much. I it was too. I was like I can't like work. Did here Elliot get something? He would have been fine there. And I was like, I'm gonna go next door. Oh, you didn't? And I'm gonna work on it. Oh. I'm gonna work on stuff there. And he was like, I'll come next door with you because he's a good friend. Okay. Yeah. Rob Fee would love Elliot. <laughs> Name drop. <laughs> um, I uh, love Republic of Pie because I'm a fan of a savory pie. Is that what it's called? Well, you can, I mean, well, a savory. Oh, a savory pie is like a chicken pot pie yeah, or a shepherd's pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they have those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. I was looking at like wraps and they shit. They have like little personal. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's where it's at. I will go back specifically and try one of those. Let me let me juice you up real quick. You, you ready for this? You pointed at me with two hands. That's how passionate you oh, are. Oh, I'm, I'm about to juice you up. I need you to get real John's dongle over there for a second. Imagine a tiny, yay bigger than two fist, personal pie. Flaky, crispy, light. And imagine on the inside, stuffed like a comfortable baby boy coddled into a blanket macaroni and cheese then also shh, 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 lift up the baby quietly and stuff some mm, barbecue pulled pork in there go ahead take a bite poke the top with your fork let the heat come out cool it off a little bit you don't want to bite down on that you gotta burn your tongue what's that on the ground a french fry this place doesn't even serve french fries <laughs> What do you think about that, Mike? Would you eat that? A, bar- a barbecue pulled pork macaroni I, and cheese dude, pie. I was with you every step of the way. Now I'm just <sighs> worried about where the French fry came from. I know. Me too, man. I was real worried about it too. I would eat that in a second. That was History Road. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to send in your History Roads, um, oh my sweet goodness. Yeah. I, Dude, I love so many different kinds of sweet pies too. Dude, I know. I know. There's a, there's so many different types of pies. I'm more of a savory pie boy though. You, That's an interesting perspective. You choose savory pies over sweet pies? Um, No. No. Because oh, okay. I feel like all the ingredients of a savory pie are also good on their own. Yeah. And I can definitely have a, uh, all those ingredients in a different place. I'll eat just crust for dinner. I don't give a shit. But that's the thing. Like a, a sweet pie is really the combination of things you don't like on their own too often. Crust, sugar, and apples? Yeah. Like how often are you eating apples? Let's talk about that for honest sake. How often are you just eating pecans? <laughs> how often are you chomping down on a nice light flaky crust? <laughs> How often are you just eating that weird pumpkin uh, <laughs> mash oh, <laughs> gross. Comes in the can? Gross. <laughs> with a spoon? Have you ever chomped down on a tin pan? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't. I wouldn't say that you would. Who play? Who is the actor who plays the tin pan <laughs> <laughs> in, that, in that classic movie? <laughs> you know Mosh the Mosh man Mosh. that played the tin pan died. Did you hear about that? Because of the paint. <laughs> Guys, it's time for History Road. Um, This one comes from a gentleman named Jack McPherson. And it's called... Is he an action hero? (laughs) Because that's an action hero name. And the subject is History Road, The Phantom of Shame. It's it's called The Time I Climbed Up the Building to Save My Wife. (laughs) Jack Jack McPherson and The Phantom of Shame. (laughs) That does sound like a children's adventure novel series. Jack McPherson stars in The Time I Jumped Through Fire. History Road, The Phantom of Shame by Jack McPherson. Hey, Mike and Steve. My name's Jack McPherson from... <laughs> of course he said his full name. <laughs> from Essex in the UK. And Steve and Bree guys read out my brother's history road just a little <laughs> while ago. Wait a minute. So already we have... <laughs> we doubled a double up. double back. And a brother's. And same family. And this guy's name is Jack McPherson from the UK. 
Yeah. So absolutely use. It's a, it's begging us to use Cockney accents. It's certainly. Oh, you think we should get accents on this one? I will ask him if it's all right. Well, hey, Jack, is it all right? Oi! Great. We're both massive fans of the podcast and just your general comedic genius. I gotta tell you, I like your style, boys. I like it a lot. So much so. <laughs> so much so that I thought I'd spin your yarn, tell your tale based on something that happened to me not too long ago. I call this tale of dread the Phantom of Shame. Lightning sounds. Lightning and thunder sounds. Thank you, Owen. Twas a Thursday of a week so dreary, my heart and mind and skeleton's bones became weary. So much shit, the day threw my way, and all my fucks had at least gone astray. Harumphing and galumping, galumphing, I watched the clock creep. Only five minutes left, I exclaimed with a peep. Silly like snake, I slid out the room. Only five minutes out. Shirley would not spill my doom. Well, as I slid as snakes do best, right out the door and straight to my left, I slid down the corridor. Nothing to see there. All I wanted was a nice frosty bear. For the day was long, I just wanted it dead. I merely sought refuge in my nice cozy bed. But a toll must be paid, yes, paid in pain, for I was then paid a visit by the Phantom of Shame. His eyes pierced me like sword eyes, his muscular upper lip was that one spoke of a time long past. He stood tall, towering, towering, like he had no business being that freaking tall. Paralyzed, cowering in fear, I screamed, Be gone, Spectre! I am no villain! I have no quarrel with thee. Again, his sword eyes pierced me, and the lightning bolt of shame had struck. I shook it off pretty quickly, to be honest, and off the bus stop I strode. The number nine came my way as I was homeward bound. Mm -hmm. Although what came next was a shamming untethered, a shaming so true and vile, I was left a weak egg of a man. An elderly woman made her way onto the carriage and dragged her withered, fragile frame across the cold steel floor. She gazed upon at me, blue eyes filled with hope, offering a chance at redemption. But redemption would not be mine. I scanned the vehicle, and there were none who would pay tribute aside from one, the Phantom. <laughs> Yet this time, I was dragged into its dimension. Such terrors beyond mortal comprehension. Alien beings in womanly garments. Large men. Bees. Conceivable directions stabbing me, shaming me. When the phantom was done, I was returned to the earthly plane, which I still wander to this day. I was the villain that day. One day I may find redemption. But who the fuck cares? Thanks again for choosing my stupid tale of half-truths and shame. You guys are creative inspiration. Jack McPherson. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jack McPherson. Jack McMotherfucking <clears throat> Pearson in the house. Get a t-shirt. Get five 
to seven t-shirts that say Jack McMotherfucking Fearson. I think your shirt, I think your car. Yeah. Oh, airbrush your car. Airbrush your car. You should have already done it. That's why Jack I didn't McPherson. say it. That's terrific. Thank you for your history road. Jack McPherson. <laughs> Guys, thank you, everyone. I wish you a Jack McThreesome when you get older. <laughs> and I, I don't doubt that you're probably Jack McHandsome. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening to today's dynamic banter. Yeah. Mike, what a pleasure it is to have you as uh, not only a friend, <laughs> but as a co-host. Always a pleasure to be here as your friend. Uh, to the uh, Next to Olsen, Owen. What is his name? He's on the couch. The one over there. Next to him. I can't wait for me to have a quiet moment tonight eating wheat-thin crackers and thinking about how bad 2016 was. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you should uh, spend your time doing other things. Can I say two yeah. things real quick? Sure, sure. One, got some stand up coming up. Oh, cool! Let's plug it. This is coming out on Friday, so tonight I'm at the Sycamore Tavern at uh, 7:30, I believe, in Hollywood. And on Sunday night, I'm in the uh, Comedy Store, world famous Comedy Store main room, and it's a benefit for uh, uh, animal shelter. And oh, that's nice. It's fucking awesome. And you can go online. The links are all over the place to buy those tickets online. And there's a discount code that makes them way cheaper than if you buy them at the door. Dude, that sounds great. I'm interested. You're interested. Everyone listening is interested. And I can't wait to potentially see you make comedy jokes into an amplified microphone. Absolutely do that. And the last thing I'm going to say, and probably the most important, is that... We're going to get at least two out of the three t-shirt d- designs. Oh, yeah. We're, we're narrowing down t-shirt designs. I'm going to narrow it down to two. I told you that we can only do one because I was trying to save us money, but they're all so good that I want to do two. Look at you being a boy about it. Well, it's us because I'm going to have to ask you to pitch it for two. <laughs> oh, I will absolutely do so. <laughs> but uh, you, you said it yourself. You didn't want to choose between all three. They're so good. And I don't want to like do like a poll or whatever and yeah. say, Hey, which ones? Cause I, I don't want the initial like, Hey, that's so cool that they're out. Yeah. And that we're seeing these be like a decision. Yeah. I understand that. I just want to have them out. And if you like them, you buy yeah. them. And if you don't, I think that's the best way to do it too. And I feel very good about it. And I like the, uh, you, I can't wait for you guys to see these designs cause they're super rad. Yeah. Alan Guzman. Uh, this boy's very talented, and also we might have a te- I might tease you with some hat I uh, possibilities as well. Awesome. So, but that's cool, man. Listen, dynamic banter is moving swiftly into 2017. Sure, we're gonna have some merch set up. We're probably gonna finally do live shows. Mike and I were talking about locking down a venue and and doing some stuff. Got and one. in fact, I don't want to preemptively tease you guys with some big stuff, but I actually had a meeting today where. Um, two. I'm going to use two words here. Well, I'm going to use three words. I'm going to combine them. One of them isn't a word, but it's connected to it. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say two things in conjunction with what we were just speaking of: Comic Con and dynamic banter. Oh. So we'll talk about that when the cameras are not rolling, when the microphone's off, when the night when. The, We'll talk about this it once the, everything's John not, Dongle here on the podcast. <laughs> We're going to have to dongle this one up. Uh, thank you so much for joining us this week. I had a great time. So did I. Uh, all the best to that police dog. And I hope that police dog was called a good boy. He was patted on the head. I hope he was given a steaksman's meal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next Friday on Dynamic Banter. Go ahead and hit us up on that dynamicbanter at gmail.com if you want to set us uh, send us your history roads. And also hit us up individually on Twitter at Mike Falzone, at Steve Zaragoza, or at Dynamic Banter to tweet us your jokes and your uh, horse uh, so we can make horse laughs. Thank you so much for joining us. Love you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.